Hello and welcome back to the Articulera. My name is Kushi Kanchipurtla and I will be your host today. This is our eighth episode, I believe. And as said in the previous episode, this episode will be different. We have decided not to do bi-monthly episodes for April as our staff writers were busy adding something special to their articles. So do go check out the April issue of the newspaper through their eyes. It is different from our previous ones and quite honestly, my favorite issue so far. Since our usual hosts were busy with their articles, I will be the only host today. Um, I will try to keep today's episode short and sweet, and our topic today will be all Marvel, the MCU universe. So first I will be talking about the newly released Falcon and the Winter Soldier show on Disney+. And if you haven't watched the show, this might contain a few spoilers, so I apologize. And our next and last segment would be me ranking all of the Marvel movies from my most favorite to least favorite. Those also might contain a few spoilers, not sure, um, but do check uh, both the segments out. So starting off with The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, For a little background, this show follows Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes after the events of Avenger Endgame. The antagonists of the show is a group called the Flag Smashers, and I believe their goal was to restore the way things were during the five years that um, half the world disappeared. They basically wanted a world without borders. And so I personally loved the show, um, how it tackled racism and post-traumatic stress. I think it was absolutely beautiful. Both of them are such delicate topics, and I think they handled it with the sensitivity that was needed. Um, But today, I will be focusing more on the racism aspect in the show. And so, I think a main storyline that's focused on racism is Isaiah Bradley's, and his story was absolutely heartbreaking. For context, he basically got put in jail for the exact same thing that Steve Rogers did in Captain America the First Avenger. Both of them um, carried out illegal missions to rescue their friends who were being held captive. However, Steve was welcomed a hero, whereas Mr. Bradley was seen a criminal. And so I think these parallels really help form the base of the show, the fact that racism is so still so prevalent in today's world. And um, it, this show not only shows racism in their MCU universe, but in today's world as well. Um, and one scene I think beautifully portrays that is in the second episode when Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes have a session with Bucky's therapist. And a little context is it's basically Bucky asking Sam why he gave up the shield, meaning why he refused to be Captain America. And his lines were something like, if Steve was wrong about you, then he was wrong about me. Referring to um, referring to how, when Bucky Barnes was a winter soldier and how Steve Rogers believed that Bucky needed to separate himself from that assassin because that's not who he was. Anyways, um, Sam's reply to that is, this may be something you or Steve may never understand, referring to the fact that Steve and Bucky wouldn't understand why he gave up the shield because he is white. And so that shows the differences in races in the in the MCU universe. But in today's world, I remember when this episode came out, 
everyone on social media was like, oh no, poor Bucky, he looks so heartbroken, like the anger in his voice. And no one was like focused on Sam's perspective or reason, should I say, was like Sam's reason was overlooked. And yeah, of course, I believe that Bucky has gone through so much trauma. But at the same time, I think Sam deserved so much more appreciation appreciation and recognition. Another instance um, of this racism of like social media's per, like understanding of the show could be when the character Zemo was introduced. All the fans went crazy. And one thing that really irritated me was how everyone, everyone was like, I don't want to say supporting Zemo, but they were like fantasizing and romanticizing him. And so um, a bit context is Zemo is basically a terrorist. He bombed the UN and he caused quite a lot of deaths. But the fact that there were more edits of Zemo and Bucky on TikTok rather than the main lead, Sam Wilson, or that Zemo and Bucky were constantly trending on Twitter, where like rather than Sam, really shows the subtle racism in today's world like not exactly subtle and so i just want to say that this world the show has certainly changed lives just like black panther when the world got their first black superhero now we have our first black captain america and i think that sam wilson is the perfect man for this he has i believe he has all the values the morals the compassion knows how to handle situations um he is a good man first and then a perfect soldier unlike John Walker who I will not like I will not be talking about him but just to throw it out there John Walker was a perfect soldier first and then a good man so that's kind of my take on the entire racism aspect of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier as well as the media's portrayal of it but I loved the show overall and just a few random thoughts of the show I just think every single character was like beautifully written. I loved every single one of them. And also the fact that Sharon Carter is the power broker. I think a lot of fans saw that coming when she was first introduced, but I just absolutely love it. I know that there is some controversy about it, but I think that Sharon needs to get her revenge and probably not great of me to say that, but at the same time, Sharon Carter was seen as a traitor to the state because she like she helped Steve Rogers whereas Steve Rogers was the actual one like taking out the crime stealing the shield and he just got pardoned and he just abandoned her so yeah Sharon I think she needs to get all the government secrets and sell them out and so I think all the female characters were beautiful um I loved Carly Morgenthau thought she was a beautiful antagonist I don't I feel like a lot of people might not agree with me but I absolutely loved her and i think that's one thing that marvel likes to do is that they give their villains goals that are not like out of the world they there is some logic to them it's just that the way that villains go to achieve that goal is the wrong path and that is one thing i absolutely love about marvel and i will end this segment on the note a completely off topic note that i do ship bucky with one of the wilson siblings i just think it's a perfect match. And so I just, again, want to say I, these are my personal opinions and we will move on to the next segment. But before that, here's a little transition music.
Welcome back after some transition music. It's me again. Um, so this segment, this is our last segment. I will be ranking all the Marvel movies from my most favorite to my least favorite. This is my personal opinion and I will not be including the X-Men movies, just the ones surrounding the Avengers and all of them. And so starting off, my favorite movie would have to be Thor Ragnarok. I just think this movie made up for the previous Thor movies. It has beautiful comedic timing, beautifully written, and the characters were so well-developed. And overall, it's a, it's a movie I wouldn't mind watching multiple times. And then my next favorite would have to be Black Panther. And personally, this movie has the best music san- soundtrack. And it, it was such a new new surroundings, a new place we've never seen before. So I loved the story. And also Wakanda looked so beautiful. Like the effects were absolutely top notch. And next up is Iron Man 1. This is for the nostalgia. Um, Iron Man was one of my favorite Avengers alongside Black Widow. So this movie does hold a special place in my heart. And I also really like Robert Downey Jr. And next one is Captain America the Winter Soldier. So I think we need to take a minute to appreciate how good all the actors looked. Sebastian Stan had like seven lines in the movie and like all one-liners, but the entire world was drooling over him. And like Anthony Mackie, Scarlett Johansson, Chris Evans, oh, they looked so good. I mean, like aside from them looking really, really, really good, it was also a very nice plot. And I think my favorite part of like these movie of this movie were, has to be the fight scenes. I, I love how like they were choreographed. After this would be the first Avengers. Again, this is for the nostalgia. Um, the original six Avengers always hold a special place in my heart as well as Loki. And so it's the first time we see them working together as a team and it just makes me super happy. Next on the list is Captain Marvel. I absolutely have no idea why people don't like this movie. I think Brie Larson did an amazing job portraying Carol um, Danvers. And she's also like really, really beautiful. And this movie makes me smile. So it's earned its place up there. And then next we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Uh, I like this movie. I like the Revengers. I just like a few of the other groups better but i just think this movie is like really funny and it's the introduction of like again completely new characters who like who we soon learn will be like important to the entire story storyline so i love how they form their friendship escaping jail together but it's a great movie and then next one is ant-man and the wasp and this decision to put this like it it has this rank because of Evangeline Lilly's hair, who plays Hope in the movie. I think they did her so dirty in the first movie with her black short bob, and I think she looks so much better in this movie. And I also like the antagonist, Ghost. She was like very unique, and as I as I said earlier in the first segment, Marvel's villains, they don't have like stupid or like goals that don't have logic. So I like the antagonist in this a lot. And also, I just want to add in, I like kind of feel bad doing these reviews, not so bad, but like, I just, I love all the films, I'll let you know, but, so these are incre- incredibly hard decisions, uh, but they are my personal decisions as well. And next one is Spider-Man Far From Home. For some reason, I like this one better than Homecoming, I just think the plot was more 
developed or well written and my problem with um homecoming was it's either too rushed or it was too stretched out i can't decide between which one it is after this is iron man 2 and the only reason this movie is ranked so high up is because it has black widow and iron man other than other than that this movie would be a few ranks lower I think maybe if the movie was released a bit later, like it was released immediately after Iron Iron Man 1. And so maybe if released later, I think Tony's character arc could have been a bit better and we could have understood it more. After Iron Man 2, we have Captain America Civil War. And I Loki consider this an Avengers type of movie rather than Captain America's movie. I was Team Iron Man. I think both teams did have their faults, but I was on Tony Stark's side and I think it was unfair of Steve Rogers to gang up on Iron Man with his brainwashed assassin friend Bucky Barnes. After this is Avengers Age of Ultron, an actual Avengers movie, and I love the Maximoff twins. Um, Pietro dying was very, very heartbreaking. We got him for one movie and I would like I would have liked to see more of Pietro. And also Ultron was like kind of funny. He had like a good sense of humor. Um, After Avengers Age of Ultron, we have Doctor Strange. My favorite part about this movie definitely has to be the powers because um, it took me a second to register like what he could actually do and what the Ancient One was all about. But the, I think the way they portrayed it was really unique and especially the last um, climax scene between Doctor Strange and Dormammu, I liked how he like played with his mind in the mirror dimension or like the time loop, something like that. And so it was a nice movie. And then next we have Iron Man 3. So Pepper Potts never looked this good. She looks so good in this movie, especially the last fight scene when she has like her powers or whatever, like the fire thingy looks really good. And also we are introduced to Harley and I do have a soft spot for him. I think he perfectly fits in with Tony Stark's snarky humor. So after that's Iron Man 3. After Iron Man 3 is Thor The Dark World. This would have been lower, but the only reason it's up here is because of Lady Sif. She is beautiful. I know she's in the first one as well, but I think she has a bit of more screen time in this one. So she's so beautiful. I just think the the first two Thor movies could have been written much better. And also Loki and Darcy served looks in this movie. And next one is Captain America the First Avenger. I love Hayley Atwell. I know a lot of people watch the movie, they're like, oh yeah, pre-assassin Bucky in his uniform and everything. I'm not gonna lie, he does look good. But Peggy Carter, she's the feminist icon. She, I absolutely love her role in the movie and how how independent she is. Such, such an icon. Next we have Ant-Man and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I couldn't really decide which movie was like better per se than the other. I just think they go, I just put them in the same rank because I couldn't decide. Um, I know that both of them are very enjoyable. I love Scott Lang and I love the Guardians group and both of them have great humor and also love all the characters. And the next one is Spider-Man Homecoming. And so I 
I know I said I like Far From Home better than Homecoming, but the only reason this is like towards the end, Spider-Man Homecoming, is because of personal reasons. When this movie came out, I was absolutely in love with Tom Holland. I was like obsessed. I was like, oh my gosh, he's so cool. I watched all his interviews and I was like texting my friends constantly. I was like, look at this picture of Tom Holland. And now looking back, that was a very dark time in my life and I don't like to be reminded of it. So that's why this is so low. Next, we have Avengers Infinity War. And I know it's not supposed to be this slow. It's supposed to be ranked higher. But again, personal reasons. This movie was traumatic. It was everyone turning to dust in the last scene was absolutely horrifying. And I think the Russo brothers owed like the entire world therapy. And so that only reason why it's so low is because the like deterioration in my mental health. And after this is Avengers Endgame. And so this is the exact same reasons for Infinity War. Natasha and Tony Stark were my favorite characters. I don't know if you've picked up on that, but I absolutely love the both of them. And so safe to say, I had an entire mental breakdown in the theater with like everyone, like I'm pretty sure everyone around me was also having mental breakdowns. So that was a real bonding moment. But I also want to add in, I didn't like how Steve's ending. I just don't think it's realistic to him like for him to give up everything he just got bucky back and he's gonna go i don't want to say ruin peggy's life but if you've watched agent carter and you should she's like she's building her own life now so i just don't like how he goes back um but it w it's a great movie i just very emotionally traumatic as well and now second to least favorite is thor the first one it's a good movie could have been better and all the actors served look looks i'm just also like again could have been better and last least favorite are the hulk movies and i feel like this should be self-explanatory they are just not it but yeah hulk movies being the last brings us to the end of me ranking all the marvel movies as well as today's segment so again i just want to reiterate that these are my personal rankings I am not a critic in whatsoever, and I know I based a lot of these rankings on not exactly plot stuff, but more personal and weird reasons. Um, but that's it for this month. Next month, our 2021-2022 broadcast editor, Namita Nair, will be running the show, so be sure to tune into that. And so thank you so much for listening. I know it was different than normal episodes, but I hope you enjoyed it. And check out our April issue of the newspaper, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.